Shark Buggy. Shark Buggy. Shark Buggy. Hello and welcome to Shark Buggy with me, Katie Johnson, and my good friend Howard Middleton from the Great British Bake Off. We're now on episode 37, which happens to be the same number of degrees Celsius in normal human body temperature, plays of Shakespeare, and metres per minute escalators in underground stations and airports travel. Those in shops tend to go at a slower speed of 27 metres per minute. It's amazing what you find out. Over the last couple of weeks, Fanny Craddock has made a few appearances following on from Howard purchasing a rather expensive Christmas book by Fanny. But it wasn't the one I found recently called Festive Fun with Fanny and, and Kevin Gedgeed, Ged, Geddes, is it? Yes, Kevin Geddes, I've got that. So that's... Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and? It's, it's very good. So this is called It's All in the Booklet. And this is for people who haven't been able to buy a copy of the booklet. What he's done is managed to get a copy himself, which is fine. Good on you, Kevin. But um, but yeah, so he's, he's reproduced some of this stuff from it and also managed to get some of the original photographs. Look at that. Oh, my look. She's got Can a white... You see Fanny in, in, Fanny in a long white dress. What's she carrying? Pouring, it's a teapot. I thought it was a dog. <laughs> That's a huge teapot. But yeah, I met Kevin Geddes once. So we, we went and had a coffee whilst I was in, in Edinburgh. And when my book came out, I sent him a complimentary copy. Oh. But he didn't do the same in return. <laughs> so I ended up having to buy his book. <laughs> so Fanny Craddock invites on colourful cookery, vintage cookbook of foil. Vintage cookbook, oh, book of foil. Yeah, she does do foil. And, and one for, ga for gas cookers as well, I noticed, oh. yeah. So this is not Sarah, uh, who's with her here, but it's it's another young woman who's wearing the exact same outfit as this young woman at the side of her here. It's like she's got twin assistants on this photo. But aren't they just members then, of the audience who are twins? No, because I don't think this... Because I think it would be too, too much of a coincidence. Here we are in, in the kitchen again, and we've got... We've got two young women again wearing identical outfits. <laughs> Are they the same women? I think so. So she must have had, as well as the rider that you've spoken about, <laughs> anyone who comes in my kitchen must be wearing the same outfit. <laughs> I reckon they were all called Sarah as well, because she's uh, uh, Common Market Cookery, um, Sherlock Holmes Cookbook by Fanny Craddock, Fabulous Fanny Craddock, Bon Vivre, Bon Vivre, Bon Vivre, bon Recipes. <laughs> oh, is this one she wrote, um, Away From Cookery, Thunder Over Castle Rising? Yes, mm. Castle Rising and the, the lawns of Castle Rising or, or whatever. Castle Rising, there's, there's trouble over Castle Rising, thunder over Castle Rising, dark clouds over Castle Rising, <laughs> weather <laughs> forecast over Castle Rising. <laughs> there's an uneasy peace at Castle Rising, oh, yes. that's one. <laughs> <laughs> so only when you start to look, she was... Um, 
She was very scary to look at, wasn't she, in fairness? Yes. Well, uh, I think Kevin says in, in, the, uh, in the book, there's a wonderful line in here about when you flambe your, um, either your mincemeat pancakes or your uh, Christmas pudding, do watch out not to singe your drawn-on eyebrows, which is... They are very clearly... <laughs> Have you ever set light to anything on, on stage? Have I told you about this before? I had this, this lady and she set a tea towel alight. Did I ever tell you about no. that? We know no, we, I don't we, think so. We like to cook with gas. And she was she's a lovely lady. She's still with us, bless her. And um, she's a farm... Well, she started life as a, a farmer, farmer's wife. And then in her own right, she created the most incredible geese she used to sell, and asparagus, fabulous lady. But she used to do a lot of demonstrations. And she's a very tall lady. And she sort of got a bit flustered. flustered. And there was a time, and I, I know exactly how she felt uh, now, but um, she was obviously a bit warm, you know, when ladies hit a yes. certain age. Yeah. And uh, she'd have this tea cloth. And she didn't um, do her head or anything, you know, wipe her brow, but she had this tea cloth that used to waft a lot and she used to move very quickly. And we had this gas flame. And I'd be keeping an eye on, on everything. And then she moved the pan off and obviously the, 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 the flame was exposed. And then she wafted to the side, leant over, and her, her, her cloth went over the flame. It was on fire. And the thing is, she didn't know. She didn't know each. And because and Judy is, was very chatty and whatever, I always like just to stand back, don't I, and then interject when yes. times... I don't like talking over people. And because she was chatting and the audience had obviously noticed... I'd noticed, Judy hadn't noticed, and it was on fire. And I said, Ju Judy, Judy, and she looked at me as if, yes, what, what? A bit like your Noel Gordon, what? And um, yeah, I said, Judy, we have to sort this out before we do anything, let's let's put this fire out. She didn't even know, didn't even, well, that was, uh, yeah, that was one that I remember. But if, if I was anything to compare with Fanny, it would be her, just the way she was, as if it was like a, yes, a maelstrom yeah. on the stage. Yeah. yeah, Rosemary Schrager can can be a bit like that as well. Sort of very, very focused mm. on on things to the point where she's oblivious to uh, anything else that's happening. <laughs> lovely, lovely lady, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's like when you have marquees. It's just staying with the idea of fire. Have you noticed marquees now? Open sided marquees have on just above the the top by the roof fire exits. What's that about? No. Yeah. They have to, by law, put a fire exit sign above an, op an open marquee. I just... Yeah. So it just tickles me because they, they honestly think that there's a fire and that everyone go, hang on, you're surrounded by we open go? spaces. Yeah. We're going to go out that mm. one. I mean, it's just... But it's by the law. That's... Um, yeah. Uh, mm. So what are you doing the rest of the week? <laughs> what you got? So I'm doing a Gatto Basque there this weekend. What else have I got? Oh, some more recipe development. I'm trying to do. Do you know, have you, have you heard of Relishers? Yes, we uh, talked about the nuns, didn't we? Was it the farting, yes, was it the farting nuns? The nuns? Yeah, no, these aren't farting nuns. So Relishers are shoe pastry that are done to look like nuns. Mm. But I'm I'm going to make mine to look like Fireman. snowmen or snow oh, people. Snowmen. No. <laughs> Fireman. <laughs> I had to go yesterday and um, couldn't get the bodies to be big enough 
So I've been, I have to say, I've been back in my uh, Fanny Craddock uh, book to see her advice. She's very forceful about shoe pastry. Is she? Well, she never refers to pastry. It's always paste. So shortcrust paste and puff paste and uh, shoe paste. And uh, yeah, but um, apparently she got very upset by one article where somebody had used the correct way of making shoe paste but had said that you need to, uh, once it's cooked, open them up and scrape out any wetness that's inside. And Fanny said, if you do it properly, there should be no goo in your shoe. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be taking a, a few of um, Fanny's tips on, on shoe paste um, to try and, and get a nice bulky body for my... Uh, snowman. I don't know why I'm going like this. No. <laughs> Is that from her problem cooking? No, Six -page actually it's not. I, I, I would have thought that that would be genuinely a problem. <laughs> you would think sort of my, my shoe pastry is a bit wet. My cake has sunk. Mm. You know, they're problems that people have. Not how do I make uh, aspic? <laughs> But uh, it's a wonderful bit in here where she's got a modest classic aspic, which includes a knuckle of veal, knuckle of beef, veal bones, a small calf's foot. This this, this is um, not very modest, I don't think. No. There's quite a lot going mm. in. Or the humble emergency aspic uses a tin of consomme, which reminded me very much of that Margaret Thatcher uh, starter, didn't it? The mystery starter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mystery was she didn't include, was it fish was supposed to be in it? What was it the call that was in the end? What do we say it was? I don't, I don't know. We'd have to, we've, we've, do you know, we've recorded these now, now we forget what we've said, don't I know, we? I know. But, um, Speaking of which, we're going to re-release number 13. Have we found it? No. We've got it, but it's not listed. We can't find it. Some people, yeah. some, some of our wonderful listeners have, have been in touch and said, we have managed to find it and they've listened to it again. But no, number 13 is, is kind yeah. of gone. So I thought it'd be nice to re-release it, Howard. So does that mean we've got a week off? <laughs> yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> so I must tell you about my mum's tomatoes. Well, in fact, she said to me, I bet this is one that you'll tell Katie about, isn't it? So I thought, <laughs> yeah, if you're inviting me to do that. <laughs> so she phoned up uh, She phoned up the other day and said, those tomatoes that, that we got last week. So she has an online shop that's delivered on a Wednesday. She said, um, absolutely delicious. She said, but they are cheeky. She said, or naughty, because she that's one of the words she uses a lot. She said it had got the 8th of October date on them. So she said that was uh, that was last week, wasn't it? You know. So I said, well, we I can complain about it if they've been delivered with, with a, a date that's passed, you know. Mm. It, uh, so anyway, I looked through the list and I said, it doesn't actually appear on, on last week's shopping. So she said, I bet, oh, I bet someone's pulling a fast one there. They've put these tomatoes in and then they've not put them on the list. <laughs> so I, I said, well, there's not a lot I can do if they're not actually listed amongst the things that have been delivered. But hang on a minute, let me just check something else. So I looked at the week before. She's had them at the back of the fridge. 
she didn't realise they were delivered the week before. She's telling me to complain about them because they've gone past the date. I think Howard needs to be writing a book on what his mum gets up to. And it will be next week when we release episode 13 again. I look back at Margaret Thatcher's Mystery Starter and it was based on Snaffle's Moose, but that one did indeed contain fish. We love to hear from you either on our Instagram or Facebook pages and our email is podcast at theshatbaggerly.co.uk. So that's it for another week. Thank you for listening and see you next time and it's going to be a rerun of episode 13. Oh, hang on, the smoke alarm's going on. Judy? Judy, is that you?